everybody and welcome to episode number 123 one two three one the, two three of the fresher and parlance show i am parlance and i am fresher and uh yeah welcome to the show fresher and parlance show number 123 uh this is our um life uh wait it's a, yeah lifestyle show fresher and parlance are you sure every, are you sure it's that fresher it are is. you sure it's, it's, a, it's our lifestyle show every thursday at nine o'clock we do it live on youtube and have a supplementary podcast which is syndicated on google music and itunes and stitcher and all of the places that you can go so yeah yep Way to go. You got that. You got that almost perfectly. There's, I mean, it's, it is perfect because that is the definition of it is whatever I do. <laughs> so it's episode 123. I didn't even put that together. One, two, three, which until I said it out loud. Oh, I forgot. That's how it goes. You know, it's funny. I forgot to post this on Facebook. I hope people actually oh, snap. So while we're, we may have to, while you're talking here, I may have to like do a little, uh, yeah, do some posty posty. Do some posty posty exactly. But uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure how many people come from Facebook, but it doesn't hurt to actually. Yeah, no, I mean we need to we need to hit all the social medias. But uh, yeah, I mean it's exciting. We're on 123 episodes. That's you know it's a lot of episodes. We got some comments already on our uh, YouTube channel. Um, Graham, boring onion, which also you should check out his YouTube channel because he posts interesting music tidbits every weekish. he says i'm here y'all so we got some listeners people are watching slash listening but yeah so how has your week been uh, pretty good um so i went so last week i was content we were supposed to go on a, a vacation a little weekend retreat to uh Mount Baker, which is, uh, if you're not aware of the uh, Pacific Northwest region, that is in the kind of northern like quadrant, kind of close to the border of Canada. Uh, they uh, they have a ski resort there, and there's snow. I'm pretty sure there's snow, much like Rainier, like year-round there. Yeah. Um, they have a ski resort up there, and we had booked a cabin, like rented a cabin in a town like the closest town away from the ski resort, which was still like 28 miles away or something because it's all in like a national forest yeah. or whatever. You were saying it was like a national park. So they can't actually have things on like the land. Yeah. So we had, I'd been tracking the weather and it, and they had said like, well, well, there's going to be a lot of snow, like winter weather stuff. And, and in the mountains, they were like, you have to take that stuff seriously. And they were saying like, it was going to be like, if you did the tally, for like the like five days or something it was going to be upwards of like i don't know like six or seven feet of snow which is a lot of snow a lot of yeah snow. that's i mean i don't know how you can say like six or seven feet of snow and someone would think like oh that's like barely anything i'm so, pretty sure that's a lot in any respect and yeah anywhere uh so anyway we decided to go um anyway even just like co throw caution to the wind and just go and um, so we did that, and I'm gonna just like leave frame for a second because I forgot that I have to plug in my laptop, and if I don't do oh, that, no. yeah, laptop. yeah, if I don't do that, it'll it'll uh, I'll lose my battery power. But luckily, you can still hear me. Um, this will be less distracting for the 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 iTunes listeners. Um, so we decided to just wing it and just go for it. So we drive up there and I'm driving. We stopped at the Skagit Casino, which, by the way, had a pretty darn good um, seafood buffet for like $21.99. Um, and as always, there's so many casinos around here and you could just join their um, their players club, whatever thing. And they did always you, give you like free join, play. Did you guys join their players club? We did join their players club. <laughs> nice. We, gave it, we got 10 bucks each for a free play. That is pretty good. I know the free play is like, that's clutch. Yeah. So we were just like, whatever, let's just do the free play. We walked away with 10 bucks. Actually, it was up to 18. 
Um, what? If I played, if I played Max Bet, yeah, on some um, one game, and it was I forget what it was called, but the I I played the minimum bet, which was like thirty credits. So it's like yeah, because I feel like it's always like your um cost per time. You know, you want to like extend the time. Yeah, but it was free play, so I should have just went like straight. You know, balls. Yeah, but the wall. then you would, you would have been just like gone. Like the, you don't get the I time know. then. It's true, but dude, I it was one of those games where like I hit the jackpot, but I only played the minimum. Yeah, and I would have won nine hundred x the amount that I did win. <laughs> yeah, like nine hundred x the amount of it was. In, it, it's every, every. It was, it was for the line. For the line, I'm sure. No, I filled every. So there's the thing where it, like it would like it was one of those games where like if you, I don't know, like the slot where you know, let's say it's like five lines or whatever because it's one of yeah. those crazy nickel ones. Where if you it, it there was it had like a like a multiplier or a bonus thing where if the thing came up and you and it came with that little symbol it would turn the whole row into that that symbol oh, is it like a wild type thing yeah and I turned every, all five by five into the golden line what? so it was like multi line win it was every single p every single like five by five was filled with a lion. Damn, dude. And then, like, but you paid minimum bet? I did a minimum bet, yeah. Uh, and, be- and because Yeah, was- that would have been amazing if it was max bet. Yeah. It would have been, like I said, 900 times the craziness. Like, the- <laughs> it might even have been more. It might even have been the, the like, jackpot. Because the line was, the game was, like, Lion King, or not Lion King, but, like, King of the Jungle or whatever. Like Yeah, Jungle uh, King. <laughs> even though there's no lions in the jungle. King of the Desert. <laughs> Jungle King, I'll stick with. Okay. I like that name. Um, anyway, so, but we, and then, so I won a whole bunch of money there, and I was just like, whatever, let's just keep playing. Because, and so, because the place didn't, um, not a bunch of money, like it was tens of dollars. Um, I was just like, whatever, just keep playing, because the, the casino's not open anyway. Or the the buffet's not open anyway, so let's just keep playing until. Oh yeah, you had to wait for the buffet to be open. Yeah, because it wasn't wasn't opening. Yeah, because it was the door hadn't opened yet, so we were just like (sighs) killing time anyway. Um, they also had three dollar blackjack, some sort of. That's cool. Did you play the three dollar blackjack? No, I didn't play the three dollar blackjack. It was Uh, actually three dollar Spanish twenty one. Oh, that's different. I know, so I shouldn't say blackjack. It was three dollar Spanish twenty one. I didn't even (laughs) feel like reading the rules. I was just like, forget it. This is like it's just more tens. It's just more tens. Okay, yeah. I was just like, I'm, I'm out. This, I was. There was like bonuses and stuff too. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't. It's that's, that's fun though. Yeah, I do. I do like hanging out at casinos personally. Yeah. So anyway, we get up there and we're driving because we dilly dallied and then started driving. And as I'm approaching our the the town that we were staying in, it was like starting to come down and it was really dark because there's no freaking streetlights there at all. I know that's um, so scary when there's no streetlights, especially on those like weird country roads. So no streetlights plus like almost blizzard-like conditions equals like, like you can't put on high beams because it just amplifies the snow coming down. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you need to drive in fog lights. Um, but like it was so, it was ridiculous. And then we finally get there and we're like, whew, all right, we made it. Um, now where we were staying, usually it's like kind of either at or below the snow line. You know, because yeah. you're not in the mountain just yet. We woke up in the morning to like 18 inches of snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're like, uh-oh. That's, you know, so I like, I had been practicing putting chains on last week for the trip. So I was like, time to put them chains on, even though like it didn't require them for four-wheel or all-wheel drive vehicles or whatever. I was like, time to put the chains on. I would definitely still put the chains on too. It's a good, good call. So I put the chains on. Um, and I think my chains are like a little loose because it was making ticking noises. And so I mean, it always of, makes ticking noises. Yeah, I but think. like tick, 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 like really loud, kind of annoying. Um, and it, and in my opinion, I don't think it's the exact appropriate fit for our tire, even though I double checked that and triple checked that when I bought them. But I'm it's pretty like, sure that's just how it is. Okay. Um, so anyway, we get to the top. And as we're at to the top, the roads were, when we got to the top, the roads were sketchy. But the, yeah. the snow walls are ridiculous and it was like 10 feet or something 
they were higher than 10 feet. They were probably, what? that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. They were probably 12 to 15 feet high. Maybe, maybe <laughs> not that 12 feet high. Two of me. That is a lot of snow though. And you remember I, I had asked a engineering question on how you plow snow. Yeah. Yeah. They don't plow it. They, you know, they don't push it. They have a, like the, like this machine. That's like a, like a twirly, like thing. Oh yeah. Like a, um, yeah. And it like just shoots it way high. And they'll like literally just shoot it across the road and then they'll just get it. Like they're just dispersing it as high and as far as they could toss it. Yeah. So like when you're on the right side of the road, they were just shoot it across the road. They were actually yeah. putting snow onto the road. Well, um, that's crazy. Yeah. So like, um, but yeah, so we got there that morning. And so at the actual resort, they got like almost three feet overnight. Yeah, that's that's a lot of snow. And so I've never skied in full powder like that before. And, and then it, it was also still snowing while you guys were skiing, wasn't it? That is correct. It snowed pretty heavily until probably around one. Yeah. And then it kind of like opened up and it was like blue skies. Um, and dude, it was ridiculous. I, I've never skied. I was so exhausted. Like just so tiring. And everyone was like, woo! Like everyone was so pumped because the snow was so deep. <laughs> And it was yeah. so soft, like you could jump and fall and just go poof and no, no pain, no pain, no nothing. <laughs> but I, it's like you gotta get up from that. Like you I know. I know. I actually had one fall, and I, I was like, I honestly didn't even know I fell. I just was like, <laughs> I just like, oh yeah, and then I like just <laughs> came back up. But it was like super amazing and super fluffy, and um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I don't like sometimes when you see like big thick powder on the sides of trails you're like oh i can't go there because it's like carved out or like you know not covered up but it's like a thick ice top to it and it'll just be yeah. on no it was new 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 it was powder. all new so it was like psychologically like weird to me to see that to just like know that anywhere you went was three feet of powder that's brand new and fresh <laughs> uh, that is pretty cool so we did that had a good time i have a small anecdote uh so we were heading back at the end of the day because they have the weird lift situation um uh baker has this lift so most lifts you know you go you take it and you go from the top to the bottom yeah baker has a lift where it's think of it as almost like a triangle or a pyramid it goes up you disembark and then you get off at the top of the, the hill and then it keeps going and it goes back down and then it picks people up and then they come up the opposite way and get off at the oh, that's kind of weird. so it's like a zigzag type situation it's kind of like uh think of it as like a tr like a pyramid or a triangle yeah. where it's like people both sides get on the same one but then they all disembark at the same point in the middle yeah um that's crazy yeah so we were on that part because you kind of have to do that to get back to the bases are really far between each other so you have to kind of like if you go to the one side of the mountain, you have to like figure out the base situation you're going to deal with for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, so we're on the, with the, uh, we're just two of us, my wife and myself, and an instructor gets on the right and a, another stranger gets on the left. And, a jabroni? Uh, a strange, stranger danger. <laughs> and um, as we're going up, we see like a little pink mitten down, like, bare, like just on the top of the powder. And I'm like, oh, look, there's a mitten. And the guy's like, yeah, it's surprising no one got it. That's the stranger to my left. And the instructor's like, yeah, there is no reason why anyone would go down there. There's like five feet of powder. You, would, you couldn't even get at it. It's so deep over there right now. And we're like, hmm. He's like, and an interesting story is like last week, we had someone's leg fall off the lift. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it just fell off right at the joint. Scared the bejesus out of everybody. And they're like, really? And and he didn't really explain that it was a kind of like an amp, like someone like a, a like a fake um, yeah. leg. And then he's like, yeah, a fake leg fell off. And we're like, oh, oh, oh. And then I stopped. I thought for like maybe one second and it like hit me. And I said, you know what? And he's like, what? As soon as that foot fell off the off that guy and landed down on the on the ground, it added another foot to the base. <laughs> and the guy's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up shut up it was like and I, he didn't sound like that at all because he was like kind of probably like 65 so he's like <laughs> but like but i laughed my wife laughed the guy to my left laughed and i'm certain they told that joke again because it's that yeah, good a joke that's a great joke i love it i dude uh artificial leg jokes i mean those are super we need to come up with more artificial leg jokes because those are killer seriously <laughs> Another foot to the base, literally. <laughs> we have comments from uh, Austin also. He uh, multi-lulled, as I will put it to your joke. 
<laughs> and also uh, is wondering what you're wearing on your head. Oh, yeah. So I did not uh, do my hair today. I am wearing a, uh, I don't know, what, I don't know what they call them. This is like one of those hats. And it's uh, it's Isn't actually... Like, uh, oh, wait, was it say Old Course? Yeah, it's St. Andrew's Old Course. It's like a famous Scottish... It's a golf hat. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it is. It's tartan plaid for those who are listening. It's tartan plaid. Um, and uh, it's from Scotland when I went there. It's one of the oldest. It's the oldest golf course, golf, golf course in the world. Also, is it um, owned by Trump? Uh, no, it's not owned by Trump. I think it's a public course, but I'm not sure. Interesting. Um, th- there's multiple, there's many courses there now, but the old one, you have to like apply to the actual, to actually golf there. Like you have Did to you golf there. No, I just went there and I oh, just and went there and got a hat. I went there, watched some people golf, walked around the course a little bit. Um, I think I talked about it on a previous episode. It was like April and snowing. It was so bad. It was so cold there. It went from, crazy. It went from snow to like 40 mile, 40 mile per hour winds. And, uh, and Dude, then it was tough to play golf in 40 mile an hour winds. I remember when I played Wii Golf. You got the red arrow to the side. I mean, those are those are some hard, some hard shots. I watched a guy so on eighteen, which is a very famous. It's like a famous hole. Like you're going down and you're hitting into this. There's like a road and some old buildings and stuff. I watched a guy aim, like so. If you're if I was aiming like you know in we golf, if you were trying to hit at the green and the wind, he aimed yeah. literally almost like. 90 degrees like not quite 90 degrees maybe like 80 degrees to the left because of the wind yeah to get it to go straight and and no everything was like people they didn't hit the ball in the air either they hit all of these like low punch shots so wait you're talking about we golf right no i'm talking about at st andrews the day i was there because it was so windy. that's crazy yeah yeah it was ridiculous that's how rainy it was and windy it was so windy like i'm talking like Mary Poppins, if she was in it with her umbrella, would have been just thrown into a wall and probably would have been paralyzed. <laughs> she would have been like, "Woo!" Yeah. <laughs> Mary Poppins would have been a blop, a, a a splash on the side of a building. <laughs> this is like a post Poppins world. It is a post Poppins world. <laughs> um, we got we got comments from uh from Todd Wheeler. Also, he says, "Nerd." I don't know what that means, nerd. I assume it was for the the Wii references. Oh but. yeah, you know what? We everybody owned a Wii. Everybody, Dude, yeah, Wii. Wii was a thing. I don't know about the the Switch though. We talked about it last week. Like, not a fan. We'll see how it goes though. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's called. Yeah, I have a. I already have a Switch. It's called an Android phone. I already have a Switch. It's called an iPad. I already have a Switch. Oh wait, <laughs> the only reason it's why called my phone. Yeah, exactly. The only reason Which is why... like better than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there'll be a a, a free to play uh, microtransactional Zelda clone on my phone in a week. So like, I know, whatever. right? Yeah. Um, speaking of like complaining about stuff, um, Ooh, complaining man. Yeah, People I love saw... to do it. Yeah, so I occasionally get these slick deals, like emails or whatever, you know, like, and it's like a email alert about like the hot deal of the day or whatever, and. Yeah. Um, I got one for it was like five dollars off a uh, a book an ebook at Google Book on Google Play essentially the Google Play for yeah. any book over five bucks. And I was like, ooh, that's a good deal. And because I, I've been wanting to um, read the sequel to this uh, book that I I'd read, um, it's it's called like the Stormlight Chronicles or something. It's like Brandon Sanderson. Now that's nerd. If you want to talk nerd, that's nerd. Um, also. Todd says it's because of your hat. It's a nerd hat. Nerd alert. Nerd alert from the hat. So um, <laughs> I had to take it off because I hear my dog barking down downstairs and I'm like worried that I'm going to someone's going to come in and axe murder me because I have no idea. Because uh, like your dog is like trying to warn you. Yeah. Like, what's that boy? <laughs> oh, there's an axe murder down in your basement. What's that? <laughs> he has a butcher's knife. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a strong suspicion that when when murderers come into your house, they don't let your dog bark because I would just they probably like you would Wouldn't hear they just murder your dog also it, exactly. Like, I feel like that's the number one thing. So I'm just making sure he continues to bark. But if they murdered your dog, I'm pretty sure it'd whimper. It'd be hard to murder a dog without making it whimper. You think? Yeah. 
maybe if they fe- they slipped it like um some meat with uh, Valium in it or a sleeping pill. Yeah, but that would be like a lot of like pre-planning, you know? Well, you know, these that's are... going to take like a while to kick in and then they would have barked in the first place anyways. It's true, I guess. It's still barking. The dog is still barking. So anyway, I got this $5 coupon. I've been wanting to read the second book. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to... I'm just going to buy the book that I wanted. It was $9.99 and I happened to have like $5 and like 80 cents worth of credit. <sighs> for the doing those surveys on the Google Android thing. Yeah. There. Yeah. Also, it's like, because I don't play that bubble popping game anymore, like I've been able to save up $5 again. in my Because <laughs> yeah, you're using it all on the, on the yeah. bubble pop game. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to buy this book. So I buy the book and then I'm like, all right, now let's download it. So I could, and I was like looking up my Kindle. Because you know, you, you have an email address for your Kindle and you could just send it and it'll populate on your Kindle. Like they'll convert any file that as long as it's not like DRM'd, they'll convert that into something and just sh- send it to your Kindle. I was like, cool. So I start looking around and it's like not compatible on Kindle Paperwhite because the only way you're allowed to read a Google book without yeah. like is, is on the Google Books app. Yeah, that is annoying. I mean, that's how... Uh... That's how Kindle is too. Like the Kindle format is like only for Kindles, but. True. And that's, but the thing is, is that the book, when I opened it up, the first page was, thank you for buying this book. We've supplied this book to you DRM free for your enjoyment. DRM free? I said it on the thing and then it didn't work on Kindle still? No, because I couldn't, they, Google Play doesn't allow you to download the book to actually. But it said DRM free? The book itself, like from the publisher came DRM free. But, but then on what well, that doesn't make sense. So I mean, but it was inherently DRM'd because you downloaded it from Google. Google Play. Exactly. So the That's the, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And there's Redonk? no like Huh? Redonk. Yeah, and, and this is also bullshit. So T Mobile, like they have the T Mobile Tuesdays where they give you a bunch of like oh, coup- yeah, yeah, yeah. coupons or discounts. So like two weeks ago they had one for this free ebook. And it was like, choose from a selection of 10 books and get a free, you know, get a free ebook. And I was like, oh, cool. And I think one of them was like, I don't know, Girl on a Train or I don't know, one of those books that was turned into a movie. It might have been the other one where the girl dies. Uh, It's coming out. Going on. Yeah. Well, it was, it's, it's coming into theaters recently. It's about, it's like a teen girl who dies and then comes back mysteriously or whatever. Um, the girl who appears is probably it's probably some bullshit name like that. I was like, well, whatever. It's in the a girl movie. who appears. The girl in the world. <laughs> we're girls appear. <laughs> um. So anyway, I I was like, great. I'll buy that book and I'll just download it and put it onto my Kindle. And I, that one required zero dollars, so I was less pissed off about it. So I just yeah. used it. I signed up for a book bound was or book shout book shout was the name of the the site. I signed up or whatever. And it was like, the only way you could read this book is by downloading or going to bookshout.com or downloading the book shout app. So it's the same bullshit. You couldn't download it at all. You had to read it in the book shout app. Now, I don't know about you. I don't mind reading like on my paper white. I just can't stand reading on my phone. Yeah, so I mean, like I, like, I don't actually read that many books on, like, either one. I have, like, the maybe second-generation Kindle, but, like, I haven't really done anything with it in a while. Like, I guess the phone would be okay. I mean, I feel like just that it's, like, with you all the time would be convenient, but, like, yeah, I don't really do it. And so I was just like, forget it. I'm never going to read that book. Well, I'm not. I may read that book. I'm just never going to read that book. You think you'll return it? But I don't need to return it because it costs me zero. Yeah, but it costs you like zero of money you could spend on other things. No, the book, the book shout one, like had no money. It was literally uh, here's a book, here's ten books, pick one. There, it's yours for free. I like at this point. At this point, they already got my personal information because I had to sign up for an account. Like, so I already feel ripped off, even though I like what I gave them of my personal identifiable information is already was, way more valuable than the book that they gave me. I know, right? Yeah. So, um, Dumb. so two TV shows quickly. I just want to get into this before we like, cause you know, I just want to get them out there. I, I watched we're just like talking up a storm. Yeah. Legion that show Legion. Yeah. You gotta watch the show. 
Is it pretty good? I've still been watching New Girl personally. I just finished the first season, but not that exciting. <laughs> no, well, it's funny. That show's funny. I do like New Girl now. See, I didn't think that I like it, but I am a fan. I if you go back to episode probably sixty or fifty, I recommended that show to you a lot. I know, I, know. I know, and I didn't. I didn't pay attention. I like uh, I just didn't pay attention. I should have. So in episode one eighty five, you're going to watch this show Legion. I will say it does. The one thing you may not like about it is it does have some creepy moments. Yeah, but it's told like it's it's. It's in the X-Men universe. Legion, I believe from the comic book universe is Professor Xavier's son. I don't know if we talked about this last week. We may be double talking about it, but I'm fully caught up with all the episodes. Well, at least until the one that came out last night that recorded last night. Yeah. Um, it's zany. It's like all... Cr- it's zany. I love zany. No, it is crazy. It's because it's told... You don't know if it's a dream, if it's reality, because it's all the mutants doing their crazy powers. It's like you have three things that are really confusing. One, one guy is so powerful that he could put you into an astral plane where you do think you're in reality, but in fact, you're in some manufactured reality. Two, yes. Two, there's a character that 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 allows you and other people to transport into look at your dreams to understand what, where you can't got your powers, how they manifest and how you can control them. Those so that's pretty like intense powers, right? So those are two things already that are ridiculous. And you don't know if, if it's one of the, or the other, but then to top that off, there's another character who has the ability yeah. to, if you touch her, you will flip bodies with well, her. So like yeah. one person's in your body, whereas the other person's in the other body. So it's like okay, that, that sounds pretty good. It's pretty crazy, and you you never know exactly what you're getting. It's just really bizarre. It's like is really it like bizarre. Drama y, or is it like more like easygoing y though? That's what I always wonder. It's not. It's 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 not easygoing. It's ta- oh, it's also a period piece because it takes place, I believe, in the seventies. Um, Austin says hashtag spoilers. Um, those are not spoilers because I'm not revealing any story. These are just like, these are powers. These are not stories. Um, and, um, it's, it's pretty wacky. Oh, and that girl you really like is in it. Ooh, who, who, who? She was on the Parks and Rec. She was also in that Bill and... Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Um, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza's in it. Yeah, she's in it. I do. I saw, she was in an interview in, uh... The Late Show with Colbert and like she was talking about it. That's right. And she's like, they originally had like planned on casting like a 40 year old guy to be her character, but they like made it her as a girl instead. Well, that's the weird thing. And this is a spoiler is that there is a weirdness because the guy who's he, he she's a character that was part of that was friends with Legion. Yeah. And, and because he is like also crazy like has yeah, the ability yeah. to manipulate his dreams and alter his memories to like put people in place of other characters. So like, we're starting to realize like maybe she's not, that character's not even real. We don't know. We have no uh, idea. Yeah. I don't know. That's Austin says Audrey, Aubrey Plaza is buzzkill. I don't even know what that means. What the kids are using these days. Buzzkill. Is that good or bad? I think a buzzkill if is, is, almost unanimously bad i would assume so too but yeah whew, i like audrey plaza aubrey plaza aubrey <laughs> aubrey aubrey Aubrey. hey it's like hey one <laughs> hey one <laughs> now say my name mora mora yeah. what network is legion on fx it is on FX. FX is so. What is the difference between FX and FXX? One is more extreme. Is it more extreme because FXX is the one that has "It's Always Sunny." It is true, and that is an excellent lead-in, my friend. <laughs> because I found a story. Because as you know, uh, Fresher and Parlance is both of us love "It's Always Sunny." In we are uh, "It's Always Sunny" fans. And I found an article this week called Six Things You Didn't Sixteen Things You Didn't Know About It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen the last two episodes. 
I don't think, but I uh, have been keeping up. The one that aired this week was the, the last episode of the season. Oh, what? It was? Yeah. So this is on screenrant.com. I have no idea if that's a legitimate website or not. Um, but, oh, man, I freaking hate when they play auto auto uh, auto ads with music yeah, on these pages. It's really annoying. It's autoplay, so, man, it's the worst. Autoplay is the worst. So this one I didn't know. 16, it's the longest-running live-action comedy series. What? I don't believe that. It says here, earlier this year when the long-running FX series renewed for two additional seasons, 14 total, it became the longest-running live-action comedy series of all time. It is now tied with Ozzy and Harriet, a comedy variety program that was broadcast in the 50s and 60s. The closest live-action comedy series that comes close to two and a half was Two and a Half Men, which lasted for 12 seasons, while runner-ups include Cheers, Frasier, and Happy Days, which all lasted 11 series. What's interesting here is, though, Frasier is, in fact, a spinoff of Cheers. So, theoretically, the Cheers universe has 22, I guess. Wait, uh, but so is it just by episodes or by seasons? By seasons. So, like, It's Always Sunny has had more seasons than Cheers? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I did not expect that. I, I uh, like we got well, some comments here from Todd and Austin. Dayman, fight for Nightman. Day Dayman versus Nightman. <laughs> yeah, fighter of the Nightman. That's right. <laughs> but uh, this is impressive too. Uh, fact number fourteen: the pilot was shot for under one hundred dollars. That's impressive. That is impressive. Although this episode of Fresher and Parland show was shot for less than one penny. But that sounds like it's just like a um, fake thing, you know? I don't know about that. You don't think that this show or episode to cost more? I Actually, I take that back. The amount of electricity that's running in my house yeah, might know. be like five bucks, maybe yeah. four no, bucks. I mean, we're at a loss. I mean, yeah, yeah no, it's definitely... Definitely. I'd say each of our episodes probably costs like considering that we are worth so much and yeah. our time, like at least four or five hundred dollars an episode. Just just in talent. <laughs> <laughs> um so number thirteen, Danny DeVito became involved because his kids were fa- fans. Um, though Frank usually bails the gang out in jams of the show, Danny DeVito being cast as Frank Reynolds is really what saved It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia from going under in the first place. When it, while it's not the longest running comedy series, it never would have gotten that far without DeVito signing on for season two. After the show failed to core, net a core audience in season one, the network told the creators that they would have to bring in a big name to the cast if there was any hope of continuing. Enter Danny DeVito, whose name was suggested as a possibility by one of the executives at FX. The actor first became aware of the show because his children were such big fans. After sitting down with Michael Henney, DeVito agreed to guest star for season two and enjoyed the production so much that they became a regular cast member. Fans of the show really have to thank DeVito's kids for convincing their dad to check out It's Always Sunny in Phil- It's Always Sunny, without whom we wouldn't have Rum Ham, Toe Knife, or Troll Toll. I know. No, he is... Uh... He is a great character. And like it is cool that like he is like totally like a rich person who just bails him out of everything but like lives the slum life. Like it's a pretty cool dynamic. Did you know this number number eleven is pretty ridiculous that there's a spin-off called It's Always Sunny in Moscow? No what? <laughs> oh what? I, there's a screenshot here on the site that looks like totally the same except for different. I kind of want to watch that now. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the show is almost shot for shot remake of the American version, it's a shot for shot. Wait, what? The shot? It's a shot for shot remake. Even that to the way, sh- even the way the shots are framed, the subject matter just doesn't translate to Russian audiences. Some of the plot lines, like the gang gets racist and gun fever, are only humorous because of the context for Western audience. <laughs> definitely i mean uh, they're so topical there's no way i mean i'm pretty sure like in time these are not gonna be funny either it's just like totally topical and i mean and it's universally known russians have no sense of humor i mean it's universally known <laughs> oh um, the mac got fat too fat mac was pretty good 
Michael Handy decided to 10. mock these other shows to take advantage of his character's vanity by gaining 50 pounds in six months, which she achieved by eating five 1,000-calorie meals a day. Though the actor has since lost all the weight he put on, fans will finally remember the season when where a garbage bag of Mexican food were carried around by Fat Mac, a toy curm by Michael Handy's co-star Glenn Howerton, because <laughs> he was cultivating mass. I think this is crazy. I, like, number eight, Kristen Wiig was almost Sweet D. That would be insane. <laughs> I mean, like, I like D as D, but like, yeah, that would be crazy. Caitlin Olsen. Yeah. I didn't know that it was her name. Have you seen her other show uh, about her being an aunt? No, I haven't seen it. I've seen promos for it. I saw like two or three of them. They were pretty good. Like, I would keep watching it, but I think that's the kind of thing I'll just like binge watch later instead. Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking. It says, uh, what is this one? It just says here, number seven, the guest stars. I don't think, why is this a little known fact? Yeah. Not that little known if you're a fan. Duh, guys. I still was, I love the episode. Was it his cousin? It was played by um, Stifler when he's the, the cousin that they, that comes to visit him. And he's like gay maybe. And then, but everyone loves him. He's like the party animal. And then he's riding away on his bike and he gets like run over by a bus or something like that. Do you remember that episode? Gets run over by a bus. I don't know. I don't know if he gets run over by a bus or he gets like, like his bike explodes or something. I'm going to have to watch that episode now. The Stifler episode. Uh, number five, Danny DeVito almost drowned in season 11. What? How did yep. that happen? Uh, let's see. They're showing the the scene where it happened. It says here, Kelly states the seventy year old actor is incredibly buoyant, so Devito had to be weighed down in order to film the shot. When the camera supper and the cast members quickly made it to the surface, all except Devito. Kelly says Devito struggled to submerge, flailing about and going nowhere. Thankfully, there were safety divers there to help him out. That was uh, the episode. Oh yeah, we're there on the cruise ship. That's right. Yeah. Graham also brings up a good one that. Uh... Sweet D totally went to University of Oregon, which is uh, in our nick of the woods. I didn't know that. I did I not, did know not that. also know that. And you, this is this article. <laughs> um, according to this, number four, the show knows how it's going to end. Um, I don't like how. I mean, I feel like that. Yeah, when they like had the fake them dying was already a pretty good ending, except for that wasn't an ending. I know. The but, original title of the show was "It's Always Sunny on TV." Way not as good way not as good not as good i like uh Let's recently see. they like they're definitely going to do something else with that guy who like sleep on sleeps on their bed at night he just sleeps at the foot of their bed and that's it <laughs> old old black man yeah old black man he's pretty funny uh they never drink on set that's hard to believe and last but not least uh they are huge fans of game of thrones uh, and they were they the, the authors of Game of Thrones actually um, wrote an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and in exchange, they're all going to be on an episode of this season of Game of Thrones. What? That would be so crazy! I want to, dude. That would be so cool. That would, it it kind of would the, ruin like the whole atmosphere of Game of Thrones, though. Because it's supposed to be all like serious and stuff, and then like if they just even if they play serious roles, it'll just be like it won't match. It says here, rumor has it that in exchange for penning an episode, Benioff and Weiss offer the it's always sunny cast to appear in an episode of Game of Thrones when the moment is right. If that's true, then we just found another reason to get excited for season seven. That is um, true. I, I'm like I the last season of Game of Thrones. I mean, I'm following the whole thing. I wasn't. I don't know how this next one's going to be. I'm not as excited for it, but now I'm more excited if they have some Game of Thrones, uh, you know. It's always sunny on the Game of Thrones? Yeah, no, it's always sunny, like, theme things. I, I can't imagine it's going to be themed. They're probably going to be, like, the ice people or something. Like, I mean, that would be good enough if you just, like, if they have, like, a shot that I can get of, like, D in there. That would be so cool. Especially if she gets to say, God damn it! <laughs> would be great. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he'll be a bird lawyer. Oh, dude, it'd be so cool if they make him one of the, like the one-eyed crows, the raven. Uh, the raven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the one-eyed one ravens. Yeah. If it's totally like Charlie. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, I don't know, but like, 
<laughs> no, that would be that would be over the top. There's no uh, well, I raven, you know. I just you know, it's not like more than one cat, but you know, I got multiple cats. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be watching out for that this next season of. Uh, Game of Thrones. Though. When does Game of Thrones start, anyways? I I heard like June or something. They've really pushed it far back. Yeah, I know. Dumb. I know. Over it. <laughs> so my apparently my dog is still alive because he came up here and he was like panting on me. Do you see him? Oh man! Hey Merlin. Is he gonna make any noises? Probably not. He's he just tapped the mic. The camera. So this is only things for the YouTube viewers. No, to he's watch. tapping the mic. He's tapping the mic for iPod, iTunes listeners. <laughs> that was just you putting his paw on there. But totally he did. Different. It's it is totally different. But he's he's a dog, dude. What do you want? It's not like he has he more. Doesn't... I want more. That's what I want. I want more. <laughs> um, do you got any uh, good stories? Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, uh, oh, I might maybe I'll mention that um, this last weekend I usually I was doing my Dungeons and Dragons uh, weeks that I play with my friends Brian and whatnot. But we played this other game called Sith, I think. But it's probably the most complicated board game that I've ever played. It was pretty fun. I think we played it for like for four or five hours. It took like just an hour to figure out. Like everyone else, how to play it, but um, it has like multi segments. It was totally reminded me. I think I brought it up a couple times while we were playing too. Of on uh, Parks and Rec, they have like the cones and uh, cones of Dunshire or whatever, <laughs> and like uh, it was totally like that. I mean, like each of your movements, you have like three movement phases, and then like you like yeah, no, it was very complex. It's definitely the most complex board game I've ever played, but it was pretty cool. But yeah. I check it out. Everyone should check it out. I think it's called uh, Sith. I went down to, um, I think it was called Cafe Mox and Ballard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Like two weekends ago. And um, I just a random pop in. We had gone there for for dinner or whatever. Oh, did I tell that story when the freaking guy passively aggressively like made me feel bad about the way about the yeah, and then you were pissed about like. Something like about your dietary restrictions. Yeah, he's like, ooh, yeah. You don't eat butter? Ooh, yeah, I'm not sure. Generally, people, when they say they don't eat dairy, they, they'll make an exception for butter at our restaurant. Um, I know, that's like, but then he's trying to tell you about your dietary restrictions? That's stupid. Yeah, it was, but it was just like, ooh, yeah, well. Mm. So <laughs> anyway, like an office space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to come in on Sunday, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like terrible. I never feel like leaving a restaurant, um, uh, but I felt like leaving that restaurant. But I had already ordered like cocktails, and I didn't want to just pay for my cocktails. And it was a restaurant that already always already has a twenty percent tip gratuity thing. Even for two people, usually that's when you have like four or more or something. No, it's the restaurant. It's a uh, Ethan Stoll restaurant. Which oh uh, yeah yeah. So like they have the their whole Angelus stole gratuity thing. So like we um, afterwards, I shouldn't say we. My wife took it upon herself to email um, Angelus Stoll because that's where the gratuity. It was like if you have any questions about the, our gratuity program, feel free to reach out to me. So we reached out and said uh, that wasn't good. And yeah, they gave us a gift card. Now, mind you, it was a it was a nice sized gift card, but to go back to the same place. They have like oh, 50- it was only the one restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have like fifty freaking restaurants. I don't know how many they have. They have a lot. But how was the food? The food was great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the food like, was. The, I mean, the experience is a lot of it. The experience is a lot of it. I'll tell you though, if I if I had butter or, or meat, it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy, the guy was not totally uh, totally yeah. wrong. No, he was not totally wrong, but, uh, but it was really frustrating. Just like the the way the tone, you know, especially yeah, especially after I heard the other waiters on my left and right be like, "Oh, do you have any dietary constraints?" Oh, really? Yeah, we could totally accommodate for that. No problem. Blah 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 blah. I watched people do that the whole night, except for my jerkhead. Uh, did you get his name? Yeah, I did. What I'm was not his gonna name? Say, I think you're not gonna say it. I think it was Justin. 
Justin. Yeah. For um, shame. 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 I need a bell. I need a bell. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I was, uh, th- th- we have a fan who likes when we talk about our DIY projects. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, I have a little DIY conversation. You want to get into it? Ooh, I would love to get into it. Okay, so as you know, we've talked about it in our previous episodes. I bought one of those soda charger things where you could, oh yeah, 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 you could, or whatever. It's just a CO two charger. It's like it's like not the um, not a soda stream, but just like you put the CO two cartridge and then you do it down and you can carbonate anything, like usually whipped cream or just water or something. Right, exactly. So I got one of those. Yeah, and um, matter of fact, this glass here that I'm holding up, oh, was filled with carbonated water. It's I've totally empty though. I drank it, it all. It was, yeah. Now it's filled with uncarbonated air. It's, well, I'm sure there is some. No, there is no. Well, there might be some CO2 in it's there. It's not carbonated, though. No, it's definitely not. Car- well, is carbonated just mean that there's carbon in it? Uh, I think it's like it needs to be like carbon charged. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, um, like I decided after going to Ikea and buying that, like those concentrates. Yeah. You know, like elderberry, and what's the other yeah, one? I forget. Or yeah, elderberry is pretty good. Or lingonberry. Lingonberry. I got the lingon. I actually picked up that yellow one on your uh, on your recommendation. I haven't yeah, that's tried. Elderberry. I haven't tried that one yet. You didn't try the elderberry. I like not- elderberry better than lingonberry. I've tried the lingonberry, not the elderberry. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was like, you know what? Because uh, I'd been making those shrubs, which are like you soak the fruit in the vinegar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was using that to make like sodas. But I was like, you know what? Uh, soda? Uh, yeah. And uh, the thing is, is that if, if you don't like the taste of vinegar, you may not like that type of soda. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start making concentrates. So I was thinking about how to make the concentrate. I did a little Google search. And it was like this interesting idea is that what you could do is if you just juice any sort of fruit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how to make concentrates. Yeah, you juice any sort of fruit and you put it in the freezer and you start, and as it's freezing, you start removing the ice from it. That's the water. Yeah. And then that all you have left is the, the, like the, 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 you know, the, the, the concentrate. And then you add water and like a simple syrup to it or whatever if you need to. Wait, but uh, like, how do you empty the like? You let it thaw a little bit to do the water, or what? So you could do one of two things. You could like at, usually it'll freeze on the top, and you could just poke that and pull it off. Yeah. Right. Or you could um, you could take it and uh, take the f- whole frozen thing, put it in a strainer upside down, and the 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 juice concentrate itself will separate naturally, and you'll be left with the husk of ice. Interesting. Oh yeah, I can. So the juice freezes at a lower temperature, basically. Yes, exactly. And the water remains frozen. So that's what that's the way to do it. But we were. I was saying this to someone. And they were like, "Hey, did you know that Johnny Appleseed was actually known for not actually the? Yes, he was known for planting um, apple trees, but he was also really known for making something called Applejack, which is a derivative of cider." Yeah. Which I never knew, which is, is if, if, you know, if you, you know, cider is very popular now. I don't know if you know this, Fresher. Oh, yeah. Cider, man. Woo. Yeah. Like alcoholic cider. So popular. But like you could take a cider, freeze the cider, and then do that exact same thing. And the, uh, the, all of the, the like other stuff will melt and you'll be left with the byproduct of the alcohol. Yeah. And that is what they call Applejack, which is a, a boozy, uh, I liquor. thought that Applejack was just when you distill the cider, but I guess it's like opposite of distilling. Well, no, there's two. So interesting you bring that up, Fresher, because <laughs> there are two ways to make Applejack. And and they're both considered um, distilling. One is called freeze distilling, which is yeah. also called jacking. Wow, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, Um uh, the term the name the name derives from jacking a term uh, for increasing alcohol content specifically for freeze distilling the traditional method for producing the drink. But in that time, they didn't even have like refrigeration. I wonder how they even froze. Because it. that's how. So it's interesting you mentioned that because they tell you how they did it there. <laughs> Back in the day, because the um, you know ciders usually were used for the like the worst apples or whatever yeah. because. You're going to eat some, but also interesting of note, Johnny Appleseed wasn't known to make, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't about splicing 
apples, he was about using uh, seeds to, to make his apples. So his, his apples were not made for like eating an apple. They were more made for other stuff, primarily ciders for alcohol and also um, uh, jams and jellies and uh, not pies though. It's just other things, other things that, and I have interesting facts on him, but yeah. Applejack was historically made by concentrating cider through the traditional method of freeze distillation, the alcohol fruit beer produced after the fall harvest was left outside during the winter. Periodically, the freeze chunks of ice which had formed were removed, thus concentrating the unfrozen alcohol in the remaining liquid. Starting oh with the fermented juice with the alcohol, alcohol content of less than 10%, the concentrated result can contain 25 to 40% of alcohol. Interesting. However... When commercial production began, Applejack was started to, and to be produced through evaporative distillation, which is the modern commercially produced Applejack. And then it says now, even now, uh, they don't they even don't even use jacking, but rather they blend apple brandy with neutral spirits. So they literally just take apple brandy and put it in with like grain liquor or whatever. With the when you do the freeze distilling though, doesn't it like make all the bad alcohols also come out more like it's more dangerous, isn't it? Well, so the way they call it the head and the tail, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I think the thing is, is if you make enough of it and you blend it enough, I think maybe you could, or if you keep it in the barrel, you could, and it goes to the bottom, you could run it out the, the head of it. So like the bad alcohol is like more heavy or something. I didn't know that. I think, yeah, the, it's either, it's the, the best, the way I understand distillation based off of the different tours I've taken the bad stuff is in the front of it that's on the heavier side and on the lighter side. That's where the other shit is. But the yeah. stuff in the middle is the best part. So if you're in a barrel, you could run off a portion of it. And then, yeah. yeah. So, but a lot of these places, like, I re- like I've heard, like, they'll leave that, that tail in there and then use yeah. that tail for the next, for the next thing. And then they'll just like get they mix it in or something. Yeah, they mix it in. Mm, interesting. I did not know that. So many, so many uh, side effects. Hashtag side effects. So it's interesting here. It says health concerns also wrote freeze distillation constants, not only the drinkable ethanol, but also the methanol and fusel alcohols, byproducts of fermentation, which distillation by heat separates out. These later can be unhealthy. The latter may can be out. Most countries prohibit freeze distil- distilled Applejack as a health measure. However, reducing methanol with an absorption of 4A molecular sieve is a practical method production. Interesting. It would be interesting if you take a beer. You know, you probably could do that with beer. You could, yeah, just get beer alcohol, like yeah, beer jack, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that be I mean, like molten ice, <laughs> molten ice. Yeah, yeah. My can the cans. The, I wonder if you could do that. I we should try that. I don't. I wouldn't want to drink it though because I don't have a. 4A, I know. I'm not that interested in drinking it either. I don't have a four <laughs> a molecular sieve to be a practical method to get rid of the, uh, fusel alcohols. <laughs> but anyway, uh, just just for future reference, uh, Johnny Appleseed. He was known for uh, here. Let me let me get up the thing here. Nine facts uh, about Johnny Appleseed. Mr. Appleseed. Wait, what oh. was his name really? Appleseed or what was his last name? His, um, his name was uh, John Chapman. John Chapman, huh? Did Chapman. Not know that. C-H-A-P-M-A-N. He's from, uh, he served as a Minuteman in the Battle of Bunker, Breeds Hill. And help construct the defenses of New York against British invasion with George Washington. Um, he was no meandering planter. Chapman developed as an orchardist and nurseryman, and by the early 1800s was working on his own. While his legend imagines him as a messy nomad, Chapman was in fact more pragmatic. Frontier law allowed people to lay claim to land through development of a permanent homestead. Such a claim could be made by planting 50 apple trees. So in his travels through Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Illinois, Chapman would plant swaths of seeds to begin an orchard, then sell them to settlers once the land had grown bountiful. This made him quite the land baron as he traversed 100,000 square miles of Midwestern wilderness and prairie. When he died on March 11th, 1845, at the age of 70, he owned still, at that time, more than 1,200 acres of land. That's Um, crazy. 
It says here his apples were that he favored were for planting were small and tart spitters, named for what you'd do if you took a bite out of one. But this made them ideal for making hard cider in Applejack, which was far more valuable crop than edible apples. That is a good point. But I feel like you're not going to get as much for like, it's like, even though it's more profitable, like it's a lot more effort to like make the Applejack or cider out of the apples. I actually don't think it was if you just let it sit outside. I guess, yeah, the whole sitting outside yeah. thing, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Since your prohibition killed much of his legacy because in the 1920s, uh, Chapman had become an American folk, but the, the, uh, a folk hero. But this didn't stop the axes of FBI agents who mercilessly tore down orchards to prevent them from making homemade hooch. That's Aside crazy. from slaughtering Chapman's trees, this also nearly killed America's connection to hard cider. The beverage rooted deep in our history and only recently the seen a, resur yeah. a resurgence of popularity. It says here, you could still visit one of his trees in Nova, Ohio. Just one? I mean, there's got to be like a lot of them. It says there's only one. Well, they said there's still one left because most of them were chopped down due to the prohibition. It says here, Nova, Ohio holds a 176-year-old tree, the last known to be planted by Johnny Appleseed himself. It grows. I guess those fruit trees don't like last forever either. Yeah. Like I was surprised at cherry trees and stuff. Like they totally like don't like produce forever. Like you have to like unplant them and stuff. Unplant. It says here, it it grows. It's a gross tart green apples, which are now used for applesauce and baking, in addition to cider making. While Chapman might be glad to see a seed still bearing fruit, he'd likely be sad to hear this tree is a noted bud source for grafting new apples because he was a seed man. Seed man. He didn't believe he's in grafting. Seed. He didn't believe in grafting. Um, he's also just FYI. He's he uh, Poland credits Chapman's preference for seeds over grafting for creating not only varieties like the golden delicious and the delicious apple, but also the hardy American apple. Since apples that are grafted are the same as the parent tree, they don't change. But by foregoing grafting, Johnny created the conditions for apple trees to adapt and thrive in the new, in their new world home. Uh, Pollen writes, it was this, it was the seeds and the cider that gave the apple the opportunity to discover by trail trial and error the precise combination of traits required to prosper in the new world from Chapman's vast planting of nameless cider apple seeds came some of the great American cultivars of the 19th century. There you go. Stories. Those are some stories. Apple seeds. Johnny Appleseed. It is amazing. This guy, I can't believe there's still a tree around for, that he planted. I know that is, that is pretty cool. Plants me. Plants. I kind of want to go see it now. I kind of want to buy a graft from a Johnny Appleseed tree. Oh, that would be so cool. That would yeah. be really cool. Can you do that? I wonder. It says that they're grafting it. They said that they're grafting it. Let's see. Let's see. Can I buy a graft of a Johnny Appleseed tree? Can I buy a graft? You could just say, Alexa. Johnny <laughs> Appleseed tree. <laughs> Give me some apple tree seeds up in here. Uh, let's see. How, how would you know if it's not fake, though? You know, it seems very fakeable. Well, apparently Rain Tree Nursery has yeah. is the home of the last known remaining tree of Johnny Appleseed. Uh, apparently it's still struggling to live. Half of it is dead. But I mean, if they're grafting it, I bet a bunch of other people have like... Yeah. The similar ones. I have a friend in Ohio. Maybe he could go visit it and see if he could get me a graft of it. Do it. You gotta let you gotta let the friends of the show know. Anyway, so pressure. Uh, oh, did you miss? Oh yeah. Wait. I think uh, our number is wrong. Austin Why? points out alternative facts. This what do you mean? Is not Ryan? episode two hundred and twenty-three. It's 123. I said it's 123. I know, but on our on our uh, YouTube channel, it says 223. What? That's a mistake. I know. Well, thank you, Austin, for keeping the facts straight. No alternative facts here. We were just wrong. <laughs> we, we will update that. 
Yeah, we will update Amazing. that. So, ah, here it is. Custic grafted, grafted heirloom apple trees. You can buy them. Boom. Get it. Get that shit. Plant Wait, an apple seed tree in your, in your yard. I don't have any. I don't have it, but they're, they're about 50 bucks. They're $50 for a graft. That's not that bad. No, it's not that bad at all. Oh, wait, though. It says no longer taking orders. What? Yeah. Ridic. That is dumb. <laughs> oh, that's because orders must be placed by March 1st, 2017. Oh, I just missed it. You got to get your friend to go over there. But then it says here, trees will ship in spring 2018. That's really you to, far. You have to wait. You order it a year in advance. Damn. Maybe next year. I kind of want to start an orchard now and make my own cider and Applejack. <laughs> an orchard, though. Like, how big? How many trees do you think you need for, like, to be an orchard orchard? I've started, like, my yard is a um, fruit forest. I think, fruit forest. I think, I don't know the exact definition of orchard, but I bet you need at least two to three acres worth of trees. Acres? Oh, I have yeah. like, I have four fruit trees. That's my fruit forest. I wonder if orchard does have a, a like, um, a hard definition, just like a hard cider. Huh, huh, huh. Graham also says, uh, hashtag FOMO. Fear of missing out. From the, you know, tree tree stuff not having the johnny appleseed tree oh yeah okay so here this is what it says an orchard is an intentional planting of trees and shrubs that is maintained for food production orchards comprise of fruit or nut producing trees which are generally grown for commercial production orchards also sometimes a feature of large gardens where they serve as an aesthetic as well as productive purposes a fruit garden is generally synonymous with an orchard, although it is set on a smaller non-commercial scale and may emphasize berry shrubs in preference to fruit trees. Yeah, I have a fruit forest, definitely. Also, it could be a fruit festival or a fruit rave, depending Ooh. on uh, how, I, uh, how I do my actions in the immediate vicinity. Well, it says here there's... A there's only six different ways of laying out an orchard. Um, square, rectangular, quincunx. Quincunx. Oh, mine's quincunx, for sure. Quincunx method, triangular oh, method, hexagonal method, or contour or terracing method. Mine's quincunx. I got a quincunx fruit forest. Quincunx is a geometric pattern consisting of five points arranged in a cross with four of them forming a square or rectile and a fifth in its center. I.e. I got a quincunx. A quincunx is essentially the, the three, the five dots on the side Quunks. of a die. You know, when you look at a die and it's like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. That's a quincunx. That's what I got. That's what I got. Anyway, fresher. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but we're part of a soon to be named network podcast network. Did you know that? <laughs> I like that you, the name is in the, the call. The name is in the name? Yeah. Soon to name what? Soon to be named network network. It's is true. It, uh, we are soon to be soon named to be network. Named. It How is. Come? We are. Yes, we are. It's true. <laughs> um and not only that, but uh Leonard sent me the list of all of the shows in our network. So I actually could read them. Because apparently we have way more than I thought. I know, <laughs> so, it looks like a lot, but you read them. So there's uh, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Prodigal Sons Podcast, Prime Defective, Fresher and Parlancho, that's us. Yeah. Profane Arguments, Puzzle Warriors 3, Podvocacy. I knew all of those. Here's the new ones I didn't know. Paladins of Voltron. Whoa. That, that's right. It must be a Voltron show. Whoa. Talk, talking Gimmicks. They have a YouTube. It's a YouTube show as well. Talking oh, snap. We're not the only YouTube show in town anymore. Uh, yep. And aim down sites podcast, which I have no idea what that means. Let's look up what aim down sites podcast is. Just that keep is, talking about it. We'll look it up later. Uh, apparently it's, uh, I don't know what that every week we point. We and are shoot a lifestyle at the, show, by the way, folks on oh, every Thursday live at 9 p.m. Yeah, Aimed Out Sights is a is a video game show. Interesting. Who knew? Who knew? 
Who didn't know? So anyway, check out all those shows and more at soon to be named network.com also available on the Twitter, but for your most uh, enjoyable uh, kind of like entertainment for a network, go to the YouTube type in fresher and parlance and listen to all previous 122 episodes of our show. Leave some comments, shoot us a note on Twitter and we'll get back to you. Or on, uh, you know, you can email us at the show at fresherparlance.com or uh, parlance at fresherparlance.com or fresher at fresherparlance.com. Or, yeah, on Facebook, like us, on YouTube, follow us, you know, whatever. Just do some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but like, you know, I just like... uh... (laughs) Okay, so uh, this is Parlance saying sayonara, muchachos. And this is Fresher saying, later, taters.